0: Hello.
1: Hi, it's Robert. Do you want to be on the show?
0: Never call me again.
1: Hello, welcome. My name is Robert, and this is Never Call Me Again. Hello, welcome.
2: Hello, thanks for having us.
1: Thanks for being here. How are you guys doing?
2: Fantastic yeah we're pretty good today it's yeah. a snowy day here it's really pretty so
1: speaking yeah, of do, snow we're doing good and, and so we, we got a little bit of snow as well just a dusting okay. and yeah and so speaking of snow I was on Instagram this morning looking at your story on Instagram and and so you guys were skiing was that this morning or was that yesterday when was that?
3: That was yesterday. We planned yesterday. to go snowboarding. As soon as we finish up with you, we're going to go hit the slopes.
2: <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. We brought up a really interesting debate that we had on the slopes about skiing versus snowboarding with someone. We, we, we <laughs> snowboarded away because we didn't want to be involved. <laughs> and, and
1: so which is better, snowboarding or skiing?
3: Well, that was the crux of the debate, and we didn't want to say because we think both have wonderful
2: points. <laughs> I can't say. I've never skied before. I've only snowboarded, and I fall down a lot, so, I mean, it's it's wonderful.
1: <laughs> I was yeah. going to ask, and, and I wondered, you know, I've I, so I have never skied. Um, I've cross-country skied, which I do not recommend unless you are <laughs> physically fit. And um, That's true. <laughs> right, and so having never skied, or, or snowboard, snowboarded. I have never snowboarded, and so I have to wonder, what is it like?
3: Well, I think that it's easier to hop on a pair of skis and have a fun first day than it is to hop on a snowboard and have a fun first day. Because as you're learning snowboarding, you spend a lot of time on your knees, on your butt, in the cold snow, for you know a good couple of weeks until you start to get the hang of it. But once you get the hang of it, it feels like you are flying over clouds, especially if there's a lot of powdery snow on the ground. It's pretty awesome.
1: Yeah.
2: So is I, it
1: is it like a Tony Hawk thing with you guys or how good are you?
2: Yeah, yeah, we're that good. We're not. Um, this I, I first snowboarded when I was 15, but that was for one day. And then I just picked it up again um probably what three weeks ago yeah so i've been snowboarding about seven days in total in my life now so uh no nowhere near as good as tony hawk but maybe by the end of the season (laughs) so
1: so absolutely professional um (laughs) (laughs) that's hilarious
2: so
3: i was told i had a lesson at the beginning of the season and my instructor told me that i'm officially at an intermediate level
1: nice. <laughs> that's awesome so i'm very
3: proud of that yeah i think it's Baseball i think it takes a lot
1: of me. courage i i you know i don't know that, that that's something i would be willing to do um but i appreciate the idea that you're doing it and um you know i i i just don't know that i would want to do that and so you guys you know don't know this, but you occupied a huge portion of my evening last night. I, um, (laughs) yeah, you did. I, um, and so we found a a clip of a performance that you guys did. Um, I think about a year ago and and we watched it. I wanted to get a a, a better sense of, of who you are musically and, and who you were personally. And the performance was incredibly intimate and, um, very revealing. And, um, and so we'll talk about that in just a few minutes i I wanted to ask um tell me something amazing about each other
2: oh (laughs) well i mean julia and i met maybe three years ago i think Mm -hmm. and i met her it sounds weird but i met her before i met her um her husband came over to the united states they were living in london at the time and he came over to work here and she was going to come out later um, and we had talked about her a bit and uh, I'm a visual artist as well and obviously a musician and he was like oh my wife she, she plays guitar and she sings and she's also a visual artist and uh, she does illustration in these really intricate paper cutouts and I was like all right well let's, let's see some of her stuff so he showed me her website and I I didn't know what to do because I was so impressed and it was just like this beautiful <laughs> this beautiful body of work. Oh, she, <laughs> she is an amazing illustrator. I wasn't expecting that. You know, when you hear something like that from someone you're expecting like, oh, okay, they're fine. But when I looked at Julia's work I was like, I need to do some work with this woman. She's incredible I had never heard her sing but if if uh her visual work uh was anything like the perfection that she lays out in her music I was like I'm I'm this is gonna work out so (laughs) so um that's something amazing about Julia
3: well and I think about Bianca aside from her being a fantastic singer and visual designer I think She's also an astoundingly kind and generous friend. I think that you would do anything for your friends without and your family, without even thinking about how it might negatively affect you or negatively impact you. You just put it all out there for the sake of your friends and your family and that's really amazing.
1: And that's now we're gonna tear up no, that's okay. Um, I almost think Julia was blushing there for a minute, and and that's okay. <laughs>
3: yeah, I do. I'm, yes, I'm a blusher.
1: <laughs> the um, you know, and so you mentioned um, how thoughtful she is, and and so that brings to mind um, on your Spotify there. There's kind of a, I, I guess it would be, and so it's part of the synopsis down, you know, in your profile, uh, the ver the verified artist profile, and it and so the first line says we create to bring people together to facilitate positive and constructive conversation between humans. Um, Why is that important to you? And how do you do it?
3: It's a very good question. (laughs) I think when we both, when we met, we both realized pretty quickly that we were um, kind of worried about how we live in a world where we seem more connected than ever before because of our access to social media. And yet we see these huge rifts between people on a political level and on a personal level. And we both really felt that art and music were spaces where people could come together to participate in something creative and set aside these things that very deeply divide us and that people are sometimes very rightfully furious over. And um, we just think that music is an opportunity to talk about really difficult subject matter um, in a way that's accessible to to people that may disagree with you on your your opinions on that subject. Um, So yeah, we try to We try to do that through our visual art, we try to spark conversation, and we try to do that through our lyrical content, but, um, and also the way that we manage our social media channels. Um, we try really hard to put out positive and uplifting content and to moderate it in a way that, um, allows people to express themselves, um, and, uh even though sometimes those comment sections on social media channels can become pretty uh, (laughs) (laughs) bitter, I
0: guess.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think that in terms of making our art, it's also really important for us to build up a community and work with other artists uh, and learn from them uh, because we think that we can learn so much from other people and we can build ourselves up while trying to help build other people up. So we do try and work with a lot of visual artists and uh, on our, on our albums our, on our songs, there is a collection of, of really amazing and talented um, musical artists as well that we love to work with. And we love to give them the freedom to put their, their bits of their story onto our music as well
1: we started we were we were talking about how you occupied a lot of my evening last night with a performance and um and so that performance was your your tiny desk tryout (laughs) and i actually and so i i went and took the audio from that and would love to play that would you like to hear that
3: Oh sure, it's been a while. (laughs) (laughs) Let's listen. Hi, we're the Bellow and the Whale, and this is our entry to the 2019 NPR Tiny Desk Contest. And this song
2: is called Rambling Song. It's for Sarah. Oh
0: yeah.
2: Been thinking about
1: so we'll send people to youtube to 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 watch the performance and hear the rest what um what were your thoughts when you when you wrote the song when you when you performed it when you talk to me about the song talk to me uh, about who is sarah uh
2: sarah is actually she is a really amazing uh human being and <laughs> cinematographer that we've worked with a lot. Um, She's done video for Same Song and we worked with her a lot um, this past summer on stuff that will be coming out for our new EP. Um, But she's one of my best friends. I've known her since I was like 15 or 14 or something like that. And um, she was going through a really hard time. Uh, Her and her wife were getting divorced and just having a really rough go at it. and so I wrote this song for her to her and and Angelica to kind of be able to let go and be able to move on while appreciating the things that they did give to each other and the times that they did have together. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was it was just this kind of this cleansing of the soul song um, that I felt like would hopefully help her, um, but also help the rest of us just be able to move on and be okay with with the past and what the future has to bring.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and I think kind of singing it together was was everything. <laughs> uh because that was
3: one of the first songs that we started trying to arrange together when we first started playing together yeah and i think did you i think that you just sent me a recording of yourself singing it a cappella mm-hmm. which was really cool because it meant that um Nobody was putting ideas into my head about what the instrumentation was going to sound like.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't play anything. So most of the time when I write songs, um, I just will do them a cappella, and then uh, unless Julia has come up with a riff or someone has come up with a riff, um, and then I'll just give it to her, and she comes up with this beautiful instrumentation that I love.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was. It was an unbelievable piece. I um I found the video and I and I watched it a couple of times and then you know, I went and got my girlfriend and I said, you know, you 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 really have to see this. I, I, I need you to watch this and um she was very moved as well. And Aww. and so for anybody that doesn't doesn't know who you are or or what you guys do or who does what, um your your vocals were unbelievable and, and i i think they it was so so well paired with with the the playing of the guitar it was just um it was in sync it was in harmony and it was it was kind of angelic i i was really really touched and um oh, and so i want to be on NPR, npr too and and, and that the, you will be there before i will be and and that's okay um I'm I'm not going to hold that against you. But what the song did is it, it kind of inspired me, you know, a couple of days ago, I i did an episode a, a video episode like this, and my my guest that day was Alex Kahn and um he performed live and um and so he did an acoustic version of Lorelei, which is this song he wrote for his dog who who he loves very much. I know, isn't it? you know, and so my girlfriend's like, it's like, it's like seeing a dog in a sweater to her. She's like, oh, and, and, and it was, it was incredibly sweet. And, and honestly, I, you know, I love my dog the way he loves his dog. And, um, and so I was incredibly touched. And so we're talking about this song and he's like, you know what? I think I have a guitar here. And, and he did. And so he played it and I, I thought then I thought, you know, I would love to, to have the intimacy of musicians playing performing anything whatever for whatever period of time on the show i think it would be absolutely amazing and, and so then yesterday here's you here's your video and i was just blown away and i'm like tiny desk and 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 so that just kind of told me that's something that i need to do and so no pressure if at <laughs> some point you guys want to want to do something totally up to you
3: you want to uh, grab a guitar and just play the acoustic guitar through the mic mm-hmm. or you're not warm. <laughs> yeah. um, let's let's talk a little bit. Let's talk some more. <laughs> OK, <laughs>
1: <laughs> we will ease into the possibility that that could happen. And so no. <laughs> the bellow and the whale. Um it's got this kind of literary vibe to it, you know. I um I don't know what to think when I hear it. It um it's it's almost as ma- I think the name is almost as magical as the music. And and so how did you come up with that name?
3: Well, we wish that we had a magical story to tell you about where that name came from, but the honest truth is we had a spreadsheet of possible names <laughs> <laughs> that we debated out for about, we debated over for weeks. And um, Bianca came up with that name. And for exactly the reasons that you mentioned, that was the one that stuck because we really liked that it felt like a storybook name and story is very important to us both um, as far as our,
0: our
3: lyrics go. And we liked that there was this sound double meaning, sonic double meaning to, to both of the words. And um, like to, to bellow and to wail as and to to cry and shout and and so we liked that that felt like it was referencing our two voices so yeah that's where that's where the name came from Bianca's brain yeah.
1: <laughs> the um and so at the end of that video um, for the song that we just listened to Ramblin um there is a it looks like a whale cutout was that was is that your work. It, yeah, yeah, I did that. Awesome. And and so Bianca, you are you are a photographer, videographer?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I'm kinda jealous of both of those. And so I, <laughs> I have a former guest who did paper cutouts and and, and so you, you 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 know how they're done, you hear about them, and until you actually see one, you, you really have no concept of how incredible they really are. And so I, I really am, am jealous of that that ability because oh. paper cutouts are unbelievable. And and videography and photography is is it's just a skill I don't possess. And, and a lot of people don't. And um and so I'm really jealous of of you guys have oh. so much going on. And um it, it makes me wonder what the possibilities are. I love that there is this blending of arts, I love that there is this blending of personalities that you guys are are in so many ways incredibly different from one another and um seem to to have this this really amazing relationship and friendship that um has has kind of crossed borders i mean and so you and and you guys are in new mexico right now when i first reached out i thought you were in chicago and so I don't know what the New Mexico, is. Is New Mexico? Is this yeah. a trip? Is 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 it vacation? Are you are is this where you're at now?
3: This is where we are at now. Yeah, we just recently moved down to New Mexico from Chicago, and um, we had been staying. Uh, we're in the northern part of New Mexico, so right where the the Rocky Mountains start to peter out, and. Um, We're in a a ski town called Angel Fire. So that's why we've been so into snowboarding this winter (laughs) Um, because we suddenly find ourselves basically, you know, a 10 minute walk from the ski lift. (laughs) So, yeah, it's a it's a new environment for us, but we're right down the road from Taos, New Mexico, which is an amazing, creative little town and um yeah we're we're really happy to be here of course we miss chicago because we've got some amazing friends and musicians and our producer who we've collaborated with and everything that all the music that we've got out is has been recorded in chicago so
2: we'll definitely go back to chicago Mm -hmm. but i think it's it's quite interesting because we've we've both kind of moved around a lot like i said julia was in london before chicago uh i was in uh, New York. Before there, we're, I'm from DC. Julia's from Buffalo, New York, and and it's just kind of been this epic adventure in our brains. We both are very we we imagine things a lot. <laughs> we have a we have a great imagination. So, um, so we like to kind of believe that we're on this epic adventure. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and maybe you, maybe you are it. Um, <laughs> and so are. I hear the, I hear the snowboarding in Chicago just sucks. Um, <laughs> so flat. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, you're in the perfect place. It, it's wintertime. And so if you, if you miss Chicago, um, three inches of snow last night, and I believe it is going to snow throughout the day there. So it is cold and miserable. The snowboarding sucks. <laughs> it's an amazing, amazing town. We love Chicago. Um. And so you guys, you know, one's in London, one's in Chicago, neither of you are from Chicago. And, and so we've got Buffalo, we've got DC, now it's New Mexico. You guys have, have had so many experiences with different cities and different vibes. And it, it makes me wonder sometimes. And so I've, I've actually lived in New York and in DC both. Um, I'm kidding. S- somehow I kind of like DC better, I don't know why. Um, I know, it's usually the other way around, I think. I, I, I guess it depends on what you do and, and why you're there. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, so many things can, you know, regions of, of, of the world or of a country um, can definitely influence and it makes me wonder what the biggest musical influence has been for you guys because you guys have a very unique sound.
2: I think definitely on both of our parts, our families were the biggest musical influence. Yeah. Uh, We both come from very musical families. Um, My mother was an R&B and soul singer. Um, And... Yeah, my dad was a... He played at a bunch of local
3: bluegrass bands around Buffalo, which has a, like, weirdly awesome acoustic music scene. But he was also really into jazz and I guess what you might call like progressive bluegrass music so that kind of Americana sound but branching out into other genres so that I know like I have a very heavily folk influenced sound to my playing but also I've always felt open to incorporating other genres into that and I don't know, we we always felt that um, soul music and folk music are, have common, have common roots. So it, it kind of makes sense to put them back together again and, and blend those sounds.
1: You know, you definitely, you definitely can see and hear every one of those elements, um, within what you guys do and, and so i think the designation that i that i've seen most often with you guys is neo folk soul and 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 so you know i i think it would be kind of yeah, idiotic of me to ask if that if you think that's accurate because that is essentially what you just said and um it's amazing and, and so i have to wonder um I, I and so there are all of these these outward influences um how do you guys influence each other artistically?
3: I think most notably, I think in lyric writing, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, because Bianca, uh, she writes from a place of like deep emotion, and she's actually looking for words that not only like their definition sends you in in an emotional direction, but their vowel sounds support singing and emotion. And I, I tend to come at things from maybe more of a like language, like almost syntactical grammatical approach to things. And... And I think I, I tend to tell like really detail, I try try to make a very detailed picture when I'm writing and sometimes I'm going down a road that is too specific and Bianca said, I think maybe for this chorus, you should zoom out a little bit and give us more of um, an emotional picture. To contrast the specificity of these verses that you've written so I think well I think that's certainly a way that Bianca's influenced my me musically um
2: and I think I think in that same vein sometimes I come at things a bit too abstract because I do like I like being able to interpret things on many different levels and and Julia does help me kind of Hone that in a bit. Sometimes
3: I'm like, I don't know what you mean. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, that's
2: the point. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes just be be a little bit more concise and more more specific, so that people aren't like, "Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm completely lost. Uh, So I think that's I I think that's really helpful to have someone like that, and and also kind of musically, um, I'm not very good at playing instruments Um, I fiddle around on the piano and
3: bass like she's definitely got some musical chops like she can she has enough she has enough instrumental skill that she supports her singing which I think that's the critical part right
2: possibly (laughs) Um, but she but but Julia does come come at things in um more of like a structured manner, so like kind of learning different um, guitar techniques and such kind of really helps me helps to push me to to learn a bit more music theory as well
1: <laughs> you guys seem incredibly balanced in in what you do and what you what you bring to to the collaboration and um, you know when I and so I found you on Instagram. And so we have some mutual friends and, and actually some of them I've, I've spoken to recently. Um, a few of them have been on the show and, um, and so I found you and then I, and so I go to the, I go to the Spotify and I, I read about you prior to listening. And so I, I had this preconception of what I was going to hear. And, um, I, I almost imagined, um, and so I think, Bianca, what you were saying is um, that, that you, in you, both of you, I think, were you, you rein each other in and you, you, you ground each other and say, this is who we are and this is, this is what we create and this is the message and, and this is the simplicity of the message. And so having read the, 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 the artist profile, I thought, am I going to is this going to be above my head is this going to be so yeah. outside of of who I am and so absolutely nothing about you but you got to <laughs> keep in mind I am a 50 year old man from the midwest and and so i i wonder sometimes when you when you create a song do you do you imagine that there is going to be this this guy in the midwest who is um getting shit in the mail from aarp um is he going to to sit down in an evening listen to your music and think this is beautiful this is amazing and i get this and this resonates and you know when you when you write when you play um i think a lot of times people can really get caught up in in saying this is my demographic this is this is who I appeal to, and you don't seem to do that. Um, How much consideration do you put into demographic? Is your music for specific people or is it for everybody?
0: Mm,
3: That's a really interesting question. Also, because Bianca's partner is in your same demographic of like 50, almost 50 Midwesterner Mm -hmm. guy. And so, Uh, I guess he gives us a pretty good idea of how that demographic is going to respond to what we're doing. He's very honest. Um, I think that we actually have thought about who our demographic is for the kind of sad purposes of Instagram and Facebook marketing, (laughs) because you have to tell it who you want your, your um, advertisements to target. So I think that we have this persona of a 30 something Yoga instructor—that is probably our main demographic. <laughs> but I don't know. I think when when we're actually writing the songs, I'm I'm not thinking
2: about that 30-something yoga instructor. I'm, I'm I think we're both kind of hope hoping that it can resonate with a a larger group of people. Yeah. Uh, with kind of anyone, and not not kind of whittle that down to a uh, type of person.
3: I mean, I think the 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 honest answer to this for myself is that I'm I'm just writing things that I want to hear. And maybe yeah. I am my I, I kind of am a thirty year old yogi. So <laughs> so maybe that's why that is. Yeah. But that, that's the honest truth. And of course, like whenever you're making anything, you you really do hope that other people are, are gonna be able to connect with it in some way and maybe be inspired to make their own creative contribution to the world, because at the end of the day, your creative endeavors are just another way to communicate with people. And so, of course, there's enjoyment in making the thing itself, and that can be a very solitary activity, but but it would be pretty sad if you put that thing out into the world and nobody else is responding to it anyway. Yeah
1: yeah I think it's it's really courageous to, to 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 bear your soul and say that this this is who I am, you know artistically or as an individual or or whatever the case may be. and you know I think so many people don't do it because the the fear is absolutely there that i w- I will not be well received and um so it's amazing to me when when someone does that and and most of my friends are artists because. I really, really admire courageous people. I, I admire people that are, are willing to go against what is, is really natural for them. And, and I think that, it's funny, most artists are, are introverts when, it, when you really break down the, the numbers and, and the, the demographics. Um, I, I am an introvert and, um, and so doing something like this, um, allows you to to separate yourself from yourself and into and to be in someone else's world and to inhabit their mm-hmm. thoughts and, and their feelings and in their art and um it's absolutely amazing and so i wonder do you, do you typically and so this year obviously there's there's absolutely no touring but um do you guys typically tour do you live performances what do you guys do
3: well yeah the pandemic put an abrupt halt to the our first real tour that we had booked so that was a bit of a bummer but you know we'd rather we'd rather everybody be safe than than come and get the coronavirus at a bellow and the whale gig but um we try to to play out as often as we can uh you know before the pandemic days um we were playing shows around chicago and we'd ventured further afield to, to uh, other cities around the Midwest to play shows, and we tried to hit open mic nights whenever we could, um, just because there's no substitute for performing uh, in front of other people. Um, so we we really missed that, but we were so grateful to have these opportunities to do podcasts like this. Um, and and online performances, um, because otherwise we'd be completely missing that that connection.
2: I think kind of for us, the the live performances were this weird feeling of we both have really bad stage stage fright, <laughs> but we can overcome it in like the first two minutes if yeah. we just force ourselves to do it. So playing shows was kind of this, this release of overcoming our fears and kind of what you were talking about before. It is really scary to put yourself out there. It is really scary to put your artwork out because you don't know how people are going to take it. But I think at least for me, I spent so much time when I was younger being afraid of doing it that as i got older i was like what do i have to fear who cares what's <sighs> what's the wor- the worst thing that can happen isn't really that bad we we get a lot of rejection letters from like playlists and curators and such and they're not really that bad it's not in fact they're often
3: really kind and supportive <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we fact- recommend getting rejected
2: as often as possible <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's 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 hilarious i um and so you know the idea and so in my mind um you know initially when and so when i when i when i i saw who you were and and what you do and and read the profile on spotify i i definitely had categorized and had these these preconceptions of, of who you were and what you were going to to do and what you would i even i even had an idea of what you would sound like and um and i was i was i was not disappointed on any level um because you did not fulfill any of my expectations and, and that was really nice because I, I had this idea of this is who they are and, and you were not that and and I thought that was amazing and so when I you know a lot of times when 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 I ask uh, an artist you know what well, where do you perform what types of venues um almost always in my mind I I have this this idealized vision of this is where they are performing. And what's interesting with you guys is, I really can per, I, I really can kind of imagine you performing anywhere. You know what I mean? Um, I don't, I, I think that your musical style is is cross-genre enough and, and appealing enough that I think I could consume it anywhere. You know, and, and I don't think that's easy to do. I don't think that's easy to accomplish.
2: I mean, I think for us, we, we hope that we can start to play like larger venues. Um, I I don't know if either of us want to do like a Coachella type thing, but
3: But it's funny that you mentioned playing anywhere because I think like some of our most um, fun shows that we've done have been through the SOFAR organization and they really are concerts that Are anywhere like somebody's living room in a brewery in a hair salon we've played two hair salons actually Mm. and some of those shows have
2: been like the most fun gigs that we've done yeah it's nice to have that that audience that's actually there to listen to music and interact with you and to to just join in a community yeah
1: that's it's funny. Um, some- <laughs> Bianca, do you know, um, I think it's, um, I want to say in Austin, Texas, is that South by Southwest or my, I- yes. okay. 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 Mm-hmm. You would think I would know that. And, and so do you know, do you guys know who DaBaby is? He's a, he's a rapper. I'm not sure where he's from, but he's, he's pretty that popular. Is. And so he's actually one of my favorites. I don't know. It's weird, but anyway, um, yeah, he's check him out. And t- and so the very first performance, um, huge performance for him was was Austin, Texas, South by Southwest, and so he gets up on the stage, broad daylight, and this is a twenty-something-year-old man, and so he's in a diaper, and <laughs> and he's right, right. So he's in this di- diaper and he's performing, and and so you know his his buddies, the fellows, I mean, they I guess they wrote him pretty hard about it. But you know he um, he's selling millions of albums right now, and he has got a lot of personality, and um, you know, it, and so I think it's 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 being able to look at somebody like that and say, you know, here is this individual who who at least visually on on the appearances that this is an individual with no inhibitions, and mm. look at what he's willing to do, and you know. Y- and, and so you guys talked a lot about inhibitions, and we all have them. We all have these things that that stop us, that slow us down. You know, whether it's, you know, it, it's it's self esteem or or stage fright or or a rejection letter. And the thing is, is you guys, um, you guys have not been slowed down. You have not been stopped. Um, you are, you're snowboarding and skiing in the meantime, and you're you're <laughs> ready. You know what I mean? You're ready to get out there and, and, and just shine and do your thing and it's amazing. I um I would love to have you guys back in a few months to sit down and and see because this is this is really this is the very beginning of your journey. And I, I think you guys are going to do absolutely amazing things. And and you know, who knows what those will be. I, I think it's so interesting to see how someone's journey um and someone's goals evolve and um you you both seem to to be evolving and i would like to see what that means
3: that's really kind thank you for the encouragement
2: (laughs) we would we would absolutely love to 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 speak with you Yeah. yeah
1: awesome and so what what does what is what does this next year bring for you guys
3: we hope vaccinations so that
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know everybody's getting, I saw somebody earlier. He's like, I've got my second vaccination. I'm like, seriously?
3: That well, lucky them. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I, I know there's certain people that absolutely must get them first and you know, we're, we're happy to wait in line for that to happen. Um, but yeah, we're, we're really eager to be able to, to go and see people again <laughs> and but so we do hope that next year will bring being able to play out and getting to know more people around the um around new mexico because we've we've made some wonderful virtual friendships here that we are really excited to nurture but we can't wait to be able to interact with people in, in person again because there's, there's really no substitute for that um, we've got another EP coming out in February called Wild Dogs Howling, um, which we're, we're pretty excited about that. And um, along with that EP, there's a, a series of photographs that we took um, here in, in New Mexico with our friend Sarah Anderson, um, and they're pretty bonkers. <laughs> we um, are very excited to put those out into the world and see what people have to say uh-huh. about about these pictures and um, just kind of like wild costuming and things like that in, in these amazing landscapes. Um, we're working on a stop motion animation that's going to be a, a music video for our song Regents Canal Waltz that Currently, my desk is just a mess with cut bits of paper. It's um, quite amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a disaster. But so we're working on that. So so that will be coming
2: out in the next year. And I mean, oh. hopefully we can get back into the studio, go up to Chicago and record um, a number of new songs that we've been working on over the past couple months. Um and just work with other people as well.
1: And and so the the song "My Worry" that is that is off the new album.
2: That is yes.
1: And and so who who has heard that other than than you and I?
3: Um, I think maybe just a a couple of people that hosts podcasts, but I don't think anybody else has played it yet for yeah. their audience. Yeah.
1: So if I play it, I'm doing. It's another first for me, and and it's a first yeah, for you yeah. guys. And um, yeah. So do you got Do you guys want to? Do you want to preface this song? Do you want me to play it and and then we can talk about it? I'll let you decide.
2: Uh, the song we right before the pandemic, we went out to uh, Los Angeles to kind of get away and uh, lock ourselves in our friend's studio and just write. And um, this was one of the songs that came out of it. Uh, And Julia, Julia actually wrote it um, about kind of how I
3: experience anxiety. I had the first when we went to LA, I had the melody for the verse and chorus. And I think I just had the first verse written. And so we we finished the song together. But Bianca had the idea of Again, taking it out to this macro level and talking about, you know, what our worries might be on a global level. So we'll see if that comes across. I'll maybe let people decide what they think.
1: Absolutely. And so let's, let's give it a listen.
0: Jagged stones, my mind is a river tumbling over troubles.
1: And so we're gonna make them. And I think there's like 30 seconds of the song left. But we're gonna wait until the album comes out, download, <laughs> purchase, and pandemic and and you know coronavirus permitting, people will will be able to see you live in the future. All right? We don't know when, and it's 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 insane. Um. And so you guys, um. And so, is there going to be no? Is there going to be more snowboarding today?
3: Definitely, yeah. Yeah, we're going to try to get in a couple runs this afternoon.
1: (laughs) That is awesome. I um, I want to go. I want to. I want to go snowboarding. And um, snow sledding
3: is fun too.
1: Snow sliding (laughs) I know. Just
3: sledding, tubing. You know, like just sliding around on the snow is fun.
1: I would love to do that. They uh, and so we have a we have a big hill here in in Kansas City. It um, in the the Brookside neighborhood, and people from everywhere will will come out and, and one one sled toboggan device or another, and everybody's present from the entire city. You know, not all at once, but there are just people from every demographic there having a blast, and and so. You know, it's nice to close with the idea of, of so many people coming together. And, and and I think that's what happens with your music is that I think your your statement. And so I want to read it again. We create to bring people together to facilitate positive and constructive conversation between humans. I, I think you guys accomplish that today.
2: Oh,
0: thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so,
1: I know it's a relief. Um yeah you've you've got it you've got it and so you get this message from someone that that has a podcast called never call me again in your so what what, what was your first thought when you, when you when you when you when you looked at the title of the podcast what did you what did you think was it is it a trap
2: i no, i i i laughed when yeah. I, I had a chuckle i was like Good. that's a great
1: name <laughs> Good. and so i i'll tell you my quick story um like you guys, um, you know, and so you guys were like, oh, I, we had this spreadsheet, and, and so I stole my name. It, um, and it <laughs> wasn't not from another podcast. Um, I would have called it two or something. But um, <laughs> it, um, I was watching a video, and so I had all my all my equipment was on the way. It was about to be, I, I, I was watching it online, and it was like two days out. And I, I had absolutely no idea what the show was going to be about. I had no title. I had nothing. I I had, I was like, I'm going to do this. I'm terrified. I'm an introvert, but I'm going to do it. And, and I'm so glad I did because I, I got to meet you guys and you're amazing. It, it's, Aww. it's, it's wonderful that you, that you met, that you came together musically, that you are, are you, you explore each other's art and, um, I can't wait to see what you guys do next um, in, in whatever medium it is. I, I, I wish you so much luck. I, I think that you are incredible. You, you seem so, so amazing and genuine and how could you, how could you not succeed?
3: Well, thank you so much for the incredibly kind words and, um, absolutely. Likewise, we we've really been enjoying listening to your shows just to get a taste of what the, the podcast is like and we can't wait to hear your future episodes and we admire you for doing this and we thank you so much because um especially at a time like this this is this is the way that we're connecting with people is through platforms like yours so thank you so much
1: absolutely i appreciate you guys being here and um hey when you're out there on the slopes today um <laughs> Think about me because I will be thinking about you. You probably will you probably will will occupy another another day, another evening. Um you are you are in my playlist and so I will be listening and I am very excited about the upcoming album and um I'm excited to have talked to you and I cannot wait to have you back.
2: Thank you. Thank we you can't you so wait much. to come back. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. Anytime.